Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, about 13, 14 minutes usually, but it keeps us in God's Word even that short period of time, and that's vital for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Help people in your life grow in their faith and come closer to God and maybe get to heaven by getting them into these studies. Share these studies with them through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them, eternal blessing for them, and also for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody you can. We're gonna bring our line of thought and study to a conclusion today. We're gonna to be talking about still that basic message that we're trying to get across, that basic message of, of responsibility, instruction, and discipline as a Christian, as a faithful, dedicated Christian. Sunday's coming. Are you? Well, we're talking about where are you going to be this coming Sunday? Are you going to be with the church, worshiping God, studying His Word, singing praises to Him, being in fellowship with your brothers and sisters in Christ? as the church comes together for all of those purposes at the same time? Are you going to be there? Are you going to be a part of that? Sunday's coming. Are you? It does not matter what day of the week you might be listening to this particular podcast. Sunday's coming within just a few days. Where will you be on that day? Some people, in fact, it seems like a huge percentage, if not maybe the vast majority of people in our country today, they won't be with the church. They'll be doing something else, but they won't be with the church. Even many who claim to be Christians, believers in God, have faith in Christ, they, they still won't be with the church. They'll be doing something else that they want to do. Well, Sunday's coming. Are you? Where will you be on that day? I want us to think about some things that are to our benefit by being with the church every first day of the week, every Sunday every Lord's Day. Now, we've talked about Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25. In verse 23, we've learned that being together with the church every Lord's Day, every first day of the week, every Sunday, helps us to stay strong in our faith. We looked in verse 24 of Hebrews chapter 10, the very next verse, we also see that we can help our brothers and sisters in Christ stay strong in their faith, and they can help us stay strong in our faith because we're together as the church, worshiping God, studying his word, and being in fellowship together. Verse 25, as the church comes together and meets for those purposes. Now, have you thought about it from those perspectives, how vital it is to your faith and how vital it is and important it is for your brothers and sisters in Christ to see you and be with you in church services, worshiping God, studying together, being in fellowship together every single Sunday? And have you realized that all of that is accomplished largely as you all come together as the church every Sunday? It's interesting the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 12, he writes to Timothy and he says, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention, notice this, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to teaching. 
Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the teaching. Continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Did you pick up on how important it is for us to continue in this faithful endeavor of worshiping God and being together with the Lord's church, coming to hear the gospel and the word of God in general being taught every Sunday as we come together under that teaching? And in so doing, we're praising God, we're worshiping him, we're giving him glory. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, and verses 1 and 2, 2 Timothy chapter 2, and verses 1 and 2, we read this. No, I'm sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. And here we read this again. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn away their ears from the truth and be, and be turned aside to fables. And so Paul says, you help your brothers and sisters in Christ by preaching the word. And you do it diligently. You do it consistently. You do it continually. You, you do it when it's well accepted, and you do it when people don't necessarily like to hear it, but you just keep preaching the word. You do it when it's easy. You do it when it's hard. You just keep preaching the word because that is the best, most effective way to help your brothers and sisters in Christ stay strong and true in their faith, true to God's word. Otherwise, they're going to find excuses. They're going to find some false teachers who will just scratch their ears for them and make them feel good in the unfaithful life that they're living. Preach the word. Be there with them and for them. Help them along these lines. Now, we need to understand that. That's important for us. It's important for us. How does faith come about again? How is it developed within you, within an individual? We've talked about this every single today's Bible class session. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, by hearing the Word of God. That's how it comes. Okay, so faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Then we need to be under the sound of the Word of God. We need to be under the teaching of God's Word to be able to grow in our faith to stay strong in our faith. Now, when is one of the primary times when we do that? As we come together to worship God, to study his word, to be in fellowship together as the church every Sunday, every Sunday. So that is vital to us. We need to recognize that, and we need to simply realize that's God's wisdom speaking to us. That's God's wisdom speaking to us. And so we need to pay attention to it, and we need to be consistent 
in simply saying, you know, if I don't understand all the ins and outs of why the church is here, and if I don't really understand in detail all the benefits that are there for me by being with the church every Sunday, worshiping God, studying together, praying to God, giving back to him from the blessings that he has given to me already, and and sharing the fellowship with my brothers and sisters in Christ, helping them by my presence and my faith, my strong faith, helping them to be strong, and they helping me in the same way. I, I may not understand all the ins and outs of that, but I do understand that God is smarter than I am, that God is wiser than I am. And so I need to simply accept the fact that, well, God knows why I need to be here with the church every Sunday, every first day of the week, every Lord's Day. And that's why he instructed me to be so through his word. How does the devil keep people out of church, if we want to think of it that way? How does he keep us out? Well, he clouds the issues again. You know, that preacher, I sure wish he would uh, slow down. He talks too fast. That preacher, he speaks in such a monotone. It's boring. That preacher, he preaches too long. I'm bored. I'm tired. I want to get home and eat. I want to go out to the restaurant. People are waiting for me out there somewhere. Or the song leader. Could they not have found somebody who could lead a song on key? Who really understood music? That fellow who leads prayer publicly, do you know how many times he said, dear Lord God, in that one prayer? Or do you know how long he prayed that prayer? Doesn't he know we've got little children here who are antsy? And, and you know, look at that person across the aisle there. The other day I was driving down the street, I saw that guy walk into a bar and here he is sitting in the church service. What a hypocrite. Well, again, the world is full of hypocrites outside the church. So don't think it's going to be any better by, in, 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 in the area of not having to be around hypocrites by keeping yourself outside the church. You see, and, and what does the devil also do to keep us outside of church? I've known faithful, dedicated Christians who got involved in sexually immoral relationships, and they stopped going to church. You see, the devil knows all of the weaknesses within our spiritual lives, within our human flesh, and he keeps hitting us in those areas with temptations that are directed to, toward those weaknesses. What does the devil also do to keep us out of church? And this, I've, I've emphasized this for I can't tell you how many years. He keeps us busy doing things that we think are good things, but they're not necessarily the best things. So he keeps us busy, involved in things that keep us out of church services, keeps us away from the church as the church comes together to worship God and study his word. And we think, well, I'm just too busy. I, I've got this to do. I've got that to do. I've got to get this done. And these are, these are important matters, but they may not be the most important matters at that particular moment in time. 
But the devil can, again, cloud our vision if we'll let him. He can't do it against our will. But if we'll let him, planting those seeds of doubts, planting those seeds of, of supposed necessity, that we got to do this, we got to do that, and so we don't have time for church. He, if we let him, he will cloud our vision in that way and keep us out of church that way. We may get upset with somebody in the church. Maybe they said something that we felt insulted by. Or maybe they said it in a tone of voice that made us feel like they were talking down to us. And so we stopped going to church. Were you dedicated to God or to that person? You're there to worship God, not that person. And by your presence there and your godly example, as you come together as the church, you may help that person become stronger, more self-aware, more humble in their spirit and in their, the way they live their life, in their speech, their conduct. Don't let the devil win. The church is here to guide us to eternity. The church is here to help us stay strong. It's a bastion of faith and faithfulness. Don't let the devil keep you away from that spiritual fortress. Sunday's coming. Are you? You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com churchofchrist.com. You can click on the email link and contact us that way. If you have questions, if you want to receive a free Bible study, if you need someone to pray with you and for you, you can also phone us at 402-498-8397. 402-498-8397. We would love to hear from you. Let's pray. Father, help us to be with the church, your church, this coming Sunday and every Sunday to worship you, study your word, to grow stronger in our faith and faithfulness, and to be in fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ, your family, our family. Please, Father, forgive us of our sins. Gracious Father, and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.